Hi, and welcome to the Mully Valley Cricket Show. This is a part of the Super Saturday Sports Show that you can listen to as to keep up to date with all things happening on the field in the Mully Valley Cricket Association. This show airs on a weekly basis on a Saturday throughout summer. In the Cricket Hour here at 1FM 98.5, live and local, and we're in the Murray Valley Cricket Show as I welcome, with thanks to uh, Anthony Holmes for sourcing this interview. Of course, Anthony's usually on at this time, but we've got Mark Haverfield, the secretary of the Cobram Cricket Club, and he's also, uh, of course, the owner of Cobram Panel Works, and he's the sponsor of the Cobram Panel Works Panthers as well in, of course, the GV Big Bash. Hello, Mark. Welcome to uh, the Cricket Show. G'day, Stats. Thanks for the intro, mate. Appreciate it. Yeah, no worries. I believe I've bailed you up on a side of the road somewhere, like telephone booth on a highway, mate, like that yeah. song in the 1980s. Yeah, a little bit of uh, Ian Moss there, yep. So... <laughs> uh, Stuck on the side of the road, mate, just uh, heading off to Marimbula for a week before Christmas, just for holidays. Oh, so. beautiful. Up there for family? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just taking the, uh, the the cheese and kisses across, mate, and a couple of kids, so... No worries. Well, Mark, tell us a bit about... Now, you are, of course, like I said, the secretary of the Cobram Cricket Club. Are you a Cobram boy? Have you lived in Cobram all your life? No, no. So I, um, I was born up on the Sunshine Coast and... Um, Grew up up there in, in Caloundra and in the Glasshouse Mountains there with uh, mum and dad. They uh, they ran the Biwa pub out there at um, Steve Irwin's backyard there and um, then uh, had family down in Geelong and, and back in the early 90s, mum and dad moved to Geelong. So played all my um, my uh, early cricket in Geelong for Mergy Bullock Club down there um, in the Churches Association, would you believe it? Uh, so, um, yeah, and then got, got the chance to move to Shepparton for work and... Um, and played at Marupna for a few years, and then um, and then moved to Cobram, yeah, where we've got the business. Yeah, of course, uh, Cobram Panel Works, of course. And how did it come about that you uh, sponsored the uh, Panthers in, of course, the GB Big Bash? Unfortunately, went down in your first game last week. Yeah, yeah. So um, obviously, I've I've had a, a close relationship with Dave Delia over the years at Marupna, and um, him being a bank manager was always uh, was good to talk to. So. Um, he uh, he rang me and said, "Hey, um, we've got this opportunity for we're looking at franchise cricket, and uh, I think the first incarnation of it was up in Toowoomba, and Dave had done a lot of work with the guys up there, you know, on the setup and how it worked and all that. Um, and he had this he had this idea, and um, I, I I loved it because I'm a tragic at heart for for cricket, um, and uh, I just said, yeah, mate, like, we've got to we've got to get onto it, and we've got to." Um, you know, we've got to make it work. So we'd love to have a team. And, you know, it sort of drags in the, the cricketers from Cricket Albury, Wodonga and Daniloquin. And um, then we've obviously got our marquee cricketers from, from Essendon Cricket Club, which is brilliant. Yeah, and like you got, it's a great side. You've got Adam DeSecchio, who I consider one of the best cricketers going around in country Victoria, to be honest. Of course, he's the reigning Guthrie medalist. You've got another Guthrie medalist there. In Riley Gow, Damien Cupido, who's made a hundred in the Murray League Association this season already. It's it's a great side. Yeah, and we sort of went to the well locally because we knew what we'd get on them. Uh, you know, from the guys we'd picked, we actually um, we've actually been really lucky. So James Seymour, who's from Essendon, has been picked up by uh, I believe it's the is it the Melbourne Stars, the, the mm-hmm. team in green in Melbourne. Um, so he's been picked up as cover for Joe Burns, who's out with a hamstring. 
And uh, James was going to be playing at Cobham on the 15th of January in, the, in round two of the GVBBL. Unfortunately, he's not available. We've had to bring in cover for James, and we're very, very lucky to be able to announce that we've got uh, Sean Gooper Downey as cover. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's it's a great concept. Do, do, do you worry about burnout a little bit for the players, though, in relation? Because we, we saw the 2020 get underway in the Murray Valley Cricket Association. We'll talk about how Cobram went there in a minute. And then, of course, they obviously got the BBL Big Bash, and then they've obviously got their two-day cricket starting up as well. Of course, they're in the uh, second day of the first rounds of the two-day competition. Yeah, I think given the... Um Given the state of play this year, especially coming off two years of COVID, I don't think there is too too much cricket. I don't think there's such a thing as too much cricket. I think the guys are hungry to play a higher standard of cricket, which is what the GVBBL offers. Like, it's not every day you're going to get to face up to James Pattinson and Cam Stevenson from the Melbourne Renegades. And, um, you know, those two blokes are playing at Cobham on the 15th of January. Um, so that's going to be brilliant for everyone to get out and watch. But... In terms of the burnout, I don't think it's an issue at that at that higher level because the guys obviously this year aren't getting a, a, a run at senior country week. We've got our junior country week starting on the third of January, but um, there's no senior country week this year for for the Murray Valley guys. I know, so they they're relishing the opportunity to play at that higher standard, and and you've only got to look at the the scores and the quality of cricketers that have put their hands up to play in the. Golden Valley Bush Bash League to, to realise that it is a, a fairly good standard. So, And, of course, we had uh, the Murray Valley Cricket 2020 get underway Thursday night. I actually snuck across. I had a look at both games, and uh, Cobram got off to a great start against Finlay. Yeah, I think yeah, it was a, um, it's a brilliant concept Anthony's brought to the table, and it gives the guys something... Uh, you know, to, it's different. It's not just roll up the train and have it a bat and a bowl and a field. It's it's a game. You, you get that intensity. It's a quick hit, you know. Um, and I think uh, from from what I've heard from the guys at Cobram, uh, they really enjoyed it. Um, Finley had a few out, which was a bit of a shame. So they didn't have their best side on the park. But uh, you know, credit to them. They still got out there and had a crack. So and that's what it's about. We want to we want to take the cricket far and wide and and make sure that we don't lose those club connections from years gone by. So. Um, Finley, you know, on a Saturday only have a B-grade side this year. That's their top side. So, you know, unfortunately Cobham don't get to play them in the one-day or two-day cricket. So to be able to play them in a 2020 is a brilliant option. Um, and it and it sort of gives the, the kids that Finley have got that are quite good. They've got some handy, handy kids up there. Um, gives them an opportunity to see what the level's like and where Cobham are at. So... And at the Tokemore Recreation Reserve, I see uh, it looks like Nathalia had a big win over Tokemore. Yeah, that's right. So Nathalia, are, um, with the, 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 the recruits they've put on this year and brought back from uh, Wai, especially with um, Liam Evans and, and Luke Quinn coming back to Nathalia, um, you know, they're, they're very, very strong. So that's, that's no surprise there. I think, um, you know, uh, Toka probably in a bit of a similar position to, to Finley, probably lacking a little bit of depth and, and didn't have everyone available on Thursday night, So, which is a bit of a shame, but the concept's there, it's off the ground, the hardest thing to do is get it started, now it's off the ground, you know, we can build on it and uh, 
and, and improve it for next season. And, like, the thing that surprised me is how quickly the game sort of finished. Like, uh, the, of course, they got through the 40 overs at, uh, uh, of course, uh, at Tokelmore Recreation Reserve. It was finished by a quarter past eight. It's sort of like a... Uh, it's sort of like a, a charged uh, training drill on a Thursday evening in a way. Yeah, and that's that's what we were hoping to achieve was to get something different for the guys that are that are available and 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 give them an opportunity to to still get that intensity out of their session. So um, the game, I know Cobram bowled their twenty overs in uh, or their, their innings closed. Uh, bowled Finley, and I don't. I think it was 58 minutes from memory. So, which is brilliant. That's what you want: high intensity, quick changeover. You know, run through your overs like like you should be doing, and and um, you know, and then you can come off and um, have a have a have a rest. So, we'll have a look at uh, the second uh, of today's games. And now with Cobram, before we go there, of course, what's the success uh, been like at Cobram? I mean, you're chasing. Four flags in five years and three in a row, but it wasn't always like that at Cobram, was it? No, no. So there's been um, there've been few and far between going back. Um, Manny Artavilla, who uh, is still playing in our A grade um, currently, he's he's played in a drought breaking premiership back in I think it was 1999, I think 97, 98, 98, 99, something like that. The A-grade hadn't won a Premier Division, hadn't won a flag in 20 years. Then it was another 20 till Manny played in the next one that he won. So they only had two flags in 40 years in the top grade. Um, so Adam Harwood, you know, deserves a lot of credit for the team he's built and the culture that he's created with Adam DeSecchio. Um, and that's the reason why the club is in the, this sustained period of success. Um, and I think, the, you know, the guys that are playing... In, in the A-grade side, it doesn't matter. There's probably 16 or 18 guys that have been rotating through that sort of quorum of, of cricketers. Um, you know, they all play for the two Adams. Um, so it's a really, really good culture there at the moment. That's what's breeding the success. And everyone wants to make everyone better, um, you know, and there is that intensity and hunger to get those spots, the 11 spots that are available which, you know, helps the club so and helps the B grade and C grade as well. And today you're taking on Take em All Bloods. You made seven declared for 312 in 57.5 overs last week. Tyrone Baden with the highest score of the season thus far, 136. Gee, he must have batted well. Yeah, he did. He got off to a flyer and uh, and Ribsy, uh, you know, he um, he's, a, he's a fantastic cricketer and he's right up there with Adam as... as, as the most pure talent I've seen um, play the game. He can bat, he can bowl, and he's a freak of a fielder. He's just unbelievable. Um, for him to come out and get those runs, um, you know, in that time, you know, I think it was 136 off 98 balls. Um, so for him to do that and not give a chance was brilliant. Um, Jimmy Daniels also batted well with him in support. Didn't bat at quite the... Uh, uh, speed of uh, Tyrone, but um, yeah, he he was a cameo there with a, a seventy odd, so um, which is good. That's um, what we need. And, and then obviously to insert Toke before the end of play was a bonus. To yeah, three for fifty two. Toke get him a couple of wickets down early. So and um, they look good. They um, you know they they batted well. They batted the twenty two overs or whatever I think it was. So 
um, you know, they need to come out with positive intent today and try and bat their 80 overs. Yeah, well, Tom Oliver's the bloke standing in your way at the moment. He's not out 24, uh, comes in at second drop. He's one you'd be hoping to get early. Yeah, and I think that's why Adam made the early decision to declare early was to try and have two goes at at Tom. He's a very good cricketer, so, um, you know, they've had to go at him last week and uh, they'll have a go again, you know, in the first 10 overs this week. And if they uh, if they are able to get him out, it might be an early finish uh, this afternoon. But if he bats on, you know, they could chase the runs down. They're only 250 away, so um, they could chase him down if he gets a big 100. And I'll just go through the other two games with you really quickly before I let you go. Uh, of course, the Rhinos are taking on Caddy at uh, Berrigan. And uh, this is a two-day game. Caddy batted first, nine for 215. Can the Rhinos run that down? Well, they've got a lot of young kids. They've definitely got the talent there, whether they've got the, um, the, the um, acumen to bat the 80 overs. They'll get the runs if they bat the 80 overs, that's for sure. Obviously, they're playing at Berrigan because their ground's unavailable due to the flooding that they've sustained. Um, and we just hope that um, you know, they, can, they can make a fair showing today with their young side. And um, I think, uh, yeah, if they, bat, if they bat 70 to 80 overs, they'll win the game. Um, and Kadamatai would like to bowl well to, to get him out. So, um, and, and in the other game, and in the other game at Nefalia Showgrounds, Baruga batted first, all out for 172. Nefalia looked to be in a good position after 14 overs, overs chasing uh, none for 55. Yeah, they come out of the blocks really well there, Nefalia, so I'd expect them to get the runs pretty quickly. Um, they might use the um, remaining overs as a bit of batting practice, or they may look to pile on the runs early and... Um, maybe try and go for an outright against Baruga, but we'll just have to wait and see. That 172 is probably a little bit under from Baruga. I'd expect, um, you know, maybe uh, there's been some um, bowling displays there that are pretty handy. So, um, yeah, they're, they're a good side as well, Baruga. But um, that'll be a good game if Baruga get a couple of early ones. Yeah, it'll be an interesting uh, game indeed if that does happen. Well, Mark, look, thank you for your time on this Saturday morning. I'll let you go. Drive safely on the roads. Have a great Christmas and uh, good luck for the rest of the season with Cobram. You too, Sat. Thanks for the call. Cheers, mate. No worries. That was Mark Haberfield, a secretary of the Cobram Cricket Club. And, of course, Cobram, like I said, chasing three premierships in a row. Of course, four and five years for the Cobram uh, Cricket Club. They are a juggernaut. And, uh, of course, the last of the first of the two-day games uh, takes place uh, last day today ahead of a bit of a break for them and I believe they'll be back on the 14th of January but there'll be a 2020 game uh, just before that as well. Well that's it for the Murray Valley Cricket Show for 2022. Hope you enjoyed it. Thanking of course uh, all participants for the Murray Cricket Show and Anthony Holmes and of course Mark Haberfield and uh, of course anyone else that has uh, come in during the year as well. I know we interviewed Adam DeSecchio last season as well. If you have enjoyed the show, then please let us know what you think at our socials. 1FM Super Saturday Sport on Facebook and Twitter and tune in from 8am next week to find out more. Till next week, goodbye.